And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic week. Uh, Just me today. I'm going to be doing some listener mail. I have some great questions over from the old Twitter machine, as always. Looking forward to that. Uh, Before I get to listener mail, guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe, and if you are on iTunes, please take a few seconds to leave us a five-star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you like the show and want to get involved, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, guys, before I get to um, listener mail, boy, oh, boy, the January jobs numbers came in this morning, and who boy. They're bad. Um, the quote-unquote experts predicted 200,000 new jobs, and the economy lost. Um, over 300,000 private sector jobs uh, in the month of January. I mean, experts, man. I mean, these these leftist economists were off by a half a million. I mean, I don't even know how they still have jobs. How, how are you off by hundreds of thousands every month, it seems? Um, and, and look, I mean, the Biden economy is collapsing to kick off an election year. I mean, this is a disaster for Democrats. Unfortunately, it's also a disaster for the working class. Um, not good, folks. I mean, you, you see a, a contraction of, of over 300,000 jobs. Uh, hard not to assume a, a serious recession is on the horizon. Um, and I know we've talked about this before, but all Joe Biden had to do was not be insane, and the economy would have rebounded. I mean, the, the government artificially shut down the economy in 2020. Okay, they artificially laid off half the country. And Joe Biden takes over. I mean, he could have encouraged blue states to loosen restrictions. Obviously, they, they already had the, the vaccine going. So, I mean, essentially by, what, spring, summer of last year, the pandemic was essentially over in terms of what the government could do about it. So all he had to do is not be insane. Um, and the economy would have flourished, but he, he wouldn't do it. I mean, he he wouldn't do it. He prioritized forcing people to do things at gunpoint over uh, growing the economy, and that's what Democrats do. So not great, not great. 300,000 jobs lost in January, horrific numbers. Um, let's let's start, uh, let's jump right in some listener mail because we do have some good questions. First one, uh, all right, I have to read this word for word how it's typed. So um, <laughs> what do you think about White House p- spokesperson Jen Psaki claiming that unemployment numbers are up because people are out p- sick due to Omicron isn't that the pusilliest thing you've ever heard? Um, yeah. Um, look, this White House truly believes that their voters are, are dumb enough to believe that people having a cold for a few days and missing work uh, raises the, the unemployment numbers. So um, obviously they're just insulting everyone's intelligence. They're insulting our intelligence. But uh, I mean, who knows, man? I mean, maybe the Democratic base really does believe that. Maybe they are really that dense. Who knows? Who is your Super Bowl pick? Mine is Cincinnati. Um, I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going with the Rams. Um, I think it's Matt Stafford's time. He's got Cooper Cup, OBJ, Cam Akers. That defense has Aaron Donald, um, which is not great for Cincinnati because Cincinnati's O-line is not very good. I think Jalen Ramsey will be able to give Jamar Chase uh, 
all he can handle or at least slow him down a little bit. I just think the Rams are a little bit better. I'm going with Rams 28-24. Next question. Were the tears for Tom Brady a bit too much? <laughs> okay, I don't have cable. Um, don't really watch a whole lot of ESPN or anything. So I'm going to guess that sports journalists were crying after Tom Brady retired. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. If you don't cry eight times a day, you aren't a real journalist. So <laughs> that makes sense to me. Were you a Stallone or an Arnold guy growing up and who had the better career? Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd go Stallone. I'd say Stallone is better because of Rocky, you know, uh, one of the greatest series ever, obviously. And I guess I never realized that until now, but I've never seen any of the Rambo movies. And I'm pretty sure I've only seen like one or part of one Terminator movie. I haven't really seen much Arnold in movies. I don't know, like I'm not, I'm just not a huge fan of like the 80s 80s movies. I mean there there's some I mean I don't know what year did Goodfellas come out cuz that's my favorite. I think Goodfellas was 1990. Might have been 1989. I don't know. For the most I mean like Rocky's great obviously. But you know, I don't know. I'd go Stallone, sure. Not a not a big fan of that era though. Am I going to survive the hashtag snowpocalypse 2022? Very likely. You know, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, of course. Um, anything can happen. Um, but, you know, it's a solid chance you'll survive this one, especially because the person asking this is from Oklahoma. <laughs> so up here in, uh, in Toledo, we're supposed to get two feet of snow today and tomorrow. Um, it's supposed to start at like 8 a.m. As of now, it is it's about 11:30 and uh no snow yet. In fact, it decided to uh, rain all night. So the 6 inches of snow we already had on the ground melted. So to to kick off snowpocalypse uh 2022, we actually we've we have a, a net negative of 6 inches of snow so far. So I'm sure it'll get bad. I'm sure I'll be shoveling the next few days, but I don't know. We persevere as always. Next question. Are there any notable differences between Antifa, Black Lives Matter, Chinese Communists, Democrats, and Justin Trudeau? I'd say Justin Trudeau stands out on that list. It really just jumps off the page there. Um, because the rest of them could absolutely starch him in a fist fight. I'm talking like the 100-pound Antifa weaklings, the 5-foot-tall Chinese Communist Party officials, your average pink hair transgender democrat i mean i i honestly pick any of them uh in a in a street fight against the lamest weirdest dictator of all time justin trudeau he had like an amateur boxing match like 10 years ago look it up he's awful anyone else on that list would ko justin trudeau including the the pink haired transgender democrats and the insanely short ccp officials and the testosterone-less Antifa weirdos. Next question. What are your thoughts on the whole Brian Flores news? Man, I hate this stuff so much. I'm glad I'm glad somebody asked this question but because um, I did want to get into it. But why, why can't we just watch football in peace? My goodness. I, so for anybody that missed it, Brian Flores, who uh, was just fired after three years as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, is suing the NFL, the Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the Denver Broncos, claiming that they're all racist. Um, it's weird that he calls Miami racist since they just hired you and paid you millions of dollars for three years to lose football games. So that's that's bizarre. Um, 
he calls the Giants racist because they hired uh, Bills, former Bills uh, offensive coordinator Brian Dayball instead of him. Um, and he thinks the Broncos are racist because they hired Vic Vangio instead of him in 2019. So, I mean, like, dude, come on. I mean, all right, look. I understand. It, so there's a lot of layers here. I understand that Flores was humiliated by the uh, the uh, uh, New York Giants situation. Apparently, the Giants knew that they were they wanted Brian Deball from the Bills, but they had to interview a black guy because of the NFL's Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule means uh, um, teams have to interview a minority candidate for all head coaching and general manager positions. I, I don't I don't think it's the case for assistant coaches and coordinators. It, it may, I don't know. I'll have to check on that. It's at least for GMs and head coaches. They have to interview a black guy for all those jobs. And so apparently the Giants knew they, were, they weren't going to hire Flores, but they had to interview him anyway. And what complicated the matter was apparently Bill Belichick, coach of the, the Patriots, who is uh, Brian Flores' former boss, accidentally texted him instead of Brian Deball to congratulate him on getting the Giants head coaching job. And this was before Brian Flores had even interviewed with the team. So I'm sure that sucked. I mean, that showed him like, yes, I'm just a diversity interview. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a prop for, for the, the Giants. And, you know, knowing that he was never going to get the job to begin with. And that sucks, man. Like, dude, I get that. That's humiliating. I mean, Flores is not a bad coach. Like he wasn't, he, you know, the, the Dolphins underachieved a little bit, but they weren't like a terrible team. He's not like, Adam Gase or something like he's not a bad coach um so I mean I, I get that that sucks that's humiliating and that's unfair but that doesn't mean the Giants are racist that means that the Rooney rule is ridiculous and counterproductive <laughs> you know what I mean? like I mean I agree like I agree with people saying that there aren't enough black head coaches like with the amount of black coaches and former players out there there should be more than like a few black head coaches in the NFL I mean I think that's a fair criticism but forcing teams to interview a token black guy for every position. It's like, that's just, that seems like we're moving backwards guys. Like, doesn't that seem like much worse? That seems, I don't know. I mean, that, that does seem unfair, um, to, to Brian Flores, but I mean, he's to accuse all these teams of racism and stuff like that. Like, dude, come on, man. Like you were just a head coach for, you were, like you can't say the NFL's racist and they won't let black guys be head coaches. Like you were, ju- like you were just a head coach for three years. Until five seconds ago, makes no sense. I mean, like the the worst allegation he actually puts forth is that um, I, f- I forget the owner's name, but the owner of the Dolphins wanted him. I think in his first season there, he wanted to tank. Like he was offering, he says he offered Flores like a hundred grand per loss if he would intentionally lose games. And it's like that's bad. I mean that. I mean that's bad. That needs to be stopped, obviously. But um, I mean that has nothing to do with uh, that has nothing to do with. Brian's skin color like I don't I mean what does that have to do with the race I don't know man just let us have our football man <laughs> like can we just watch sports in peace my goodness next question how many streaming services do you subscribe to well me personally or a combination of friends and family members who we all share passwords because if you mean the latter then I mean we've got just about everything Netflix Hulu Amazon Prime, HBO Max. What else we got? I don't know. A bunch of other stuff. Whole bunch. I don't have cable, so we lean pretty. We got the Disney, the Disney one too. Yeah, bunch of them. I don't have cable, so we lean pretty hard on uh, 
on the streaming services? This is a great question. How fast are they trying to make self-driving trucks right now? Freightliner is already pushing their new electric trucks pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Just wait. Just just wait. I mean, watch for massive financial incentives from the federal government in the, in the next year for companies to fast-track their self-driving truck programs. I mean, the trucker convoy in Canada is going to turn Western governments against the truck-driving industry. With a quickness. I mean, I, I promise. And here's the thing. I, I believe I believe this is still the case, that truck truckers, they, they're the number one profession in the country, in the United States, I'm pretty sure. And I promise you that the U.S. government would, would sacrifice all those jobs, the number one profession in America, to make sure that truckers can't protest their government. D.C. knows, and they're seeing what's going on in Canada. They know that truckers are powerful, man. If you bought it, a truck brought it. Okay, if you're eating food right now, <laughs> a, tr- a truck driver brought that to your grocery store. Okay, they know how powerful that industry is. And DC knows that truck drivers can bring the government to their knees and they'll do anything to prevent that from happening. They will sacrifice millions of jobs, millions of jobs. They will bring down this industry. They, they're going to focus on it, man. The trucking industry has a bullseye on their back right now. It's going to get ugly. Next question. Why are politicians allowed to receive campaign contributions from people outside of their state? It's a clear conflict of interest. Um, I mean, it is obviously a conflict of interest, you know, out of state money for congressional and senatorial gubernatorial elections. Are, I mean, it's gross. I mean, you see it, you know, more prolifically on the left, obviously, <laughs> you know, every every couple of years, Beto O'Rourke runs for runs statewide in Texas and like ninety nine point nine percent of his money comes from out of state. I mean, it's gross. It doesn't serve the states well, obviously, but it's prote- it's protected speech. I mean, political donations are protected uh, speech under the First Amendment. In fact, honestly, there's a case. There's a, there's a better case to be made that all campaign finance laws are unconstitutional. To be quite honest, I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm not saying I like it, but I'm saying it is protected speech. So it's ugly, but it's legal. Um, I mean, the part, the thing that sucks is, is that Democrats are just way better at it than, than Republicans. I mean, Democrats are a lot more likely to donate to politicians uh, because the left worships government. They worship government. They love politicians, and we don't. We On the right, we can't stand politicians, okay, especially on the libertarian right. Um, so we're always going to be at a disadvantage. Republicans will always be at a disadvantage in terms of fundraising, mostly because of the, that out-of-state money. Um but on the flip side, we're right and they're wrong. Okay, so we can win. Uh, the we can we can win on in the battlefield of ideas. I mean, we have the truth on our side. We can win the war of ideas, um, and we have to win the war of ideas because we're never going to win the war of fundraising. It's just not going to happen because of the nature of, of the base of each party, man. I mean, like the the Democrats, they love their politicians. They worship them. They trust them. Not the case on the right. So the left is always going to raise more money. Unfortunately. Is what it is. Um, that's all I got. I kind of burned through those questions. Man, I'll try, I'll try to slow down a little bit next time. Uh, I'll bring you a couple uh, longer episodes uh, next week to make up for it. I guarantee it. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for all the great feedback I've been getting. Make sure to tell your friends and your enemies and your family members, uh, everybody, about the show. I'd really appreciate that. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, always love doing listener mail. I'll, I'll attempt to do more of it. Uh, always, you guys always provide some great questions and I really appreciate it. So, uh, thank you guys so much. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Monday. No gimmicks.
Thank you.